There are those who just blow off the Bible and mindlessly reject its contents. And we've discussed that a number of times previously, and I won't go into it again here, but I would recommend committing John 3.19 to memory so that every time someone does so, you'll understand that it's not an intellectual rejection based on any sort of scientific evidence. It's a spiritual one. John 3.19 says, And this is the condemnation, that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil." Quote. Spoken by Jesus during his first advent. But for those of us who respect the ancient wisdom found in the Holy Bible, we find amazing evidence for God. And the story of Abraham, Sarah, and the miraculous conception and birth of their only son, Isaac, is one of the most amazing proofs of God's work among men. In this account, we see God prophesying a miraculous birth by a woman decades beyond normal childbearing years. And then we see the fulfillment of that prophecy, making it twice as powerful as evidence for God. We read in Genesis 17:15 through 17, And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. And I will bless her, and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed, and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is an hundred years old? And shall Sarah that is ninety years old bear? So even Abraham lacked faith in this wild prophecy. Paul tells us of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. In Romans 4.16 uh, is where you'll find those words. But even this man, who is called faithful Abraham in Galatians 3.9, lacked faith to believe the very words of God. <laughs> but that is exactly what happened. As God said, Sarah gave birth at the age of 90. And it was all prophesied beforehand. So we have evidence for God on two levels in this one event. We have a prophecy fulfilled, and it was a miracle itself. This might be a good time to also mention an important clarification. The Roman Catholic Church invented what they call the Immaculate Conception, which didn't even become official Roman doctrine until 1854. But uh, the Immaculate Conception taught teaches that uh, Mary was conceived without original sin. It's their effort to deify Mary and make her a goddess. It's a completely unbiblical teaching found nowhere in Scripture. Mary was a sinner born with the stain of original sin, just like the rest of us. And in Luke 1.47, she confessed this very fact, saying, And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. Mary was a sinner who needed a savior. She just happened to give birth to him in his human physical form. The conception of Jesus is called the miraculous conception, not immaculate. Those are two very different words that you need to differentiate. And the conception of Jesus was a miracle because Mary was a virgin and had not had sex with Joseph or anyone else until after Jesus was born. In a similar manner, God produced a conception in Sarah by miracle. And if you don't 
think that that's a miracle, go to a nursing home or visit some elderly woman in your family that's 90 years old and just imagine that. <laughs> Sarah's womb was dead. There was no natural means for her to conceive and bear a child, and yet she did. God foretold and then fulfilled His Word by performing a miracle. And now it's a matter of history. As we continue to study God's Word, test its contents with factual information, and experience its life-changing effect on our lives and upon those around us, we can see its veracity and learn from its contents evidence for God. And we'll agree with the words of the psalmist in Psalm 119.60, Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever.